Hi, I'm Renee Summer, our digital news anchor here at 7 at 7. Watch our streaming nonstop newscast immediately with your mobile phone. 7 at 7 is the new way for you to get every bit of local news you need in just seven minutes. Breaking news, local neighborhood news, weather and sports are just a click away. Reporters bring you all of what's happening in the Valley. From Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, YouTube and more. Get every bit of local news you need from the RJ and LVRJ.com. Welcome to the Raiders Press Pass, your credential to all things silver and black. How are we doing? Good. Ready to roll? Um, just an overview on, your, on the roster, the decision that you had to make you know, yesterday, and where you guys are. Yeah, I mean, the, we've talked a lot about this time of the year. Um, you know, they're tough decisions, and uh, a lot of things go into them, a lot of discussions. A lot of people, um, you know, are evaluating our team and, um, you know, what would be best going forward and, you know, just trying to look at everything from all sides and see if we can't put together the the best group that we can. It gives us the best chance to compete every week. So. Um, I think it's still a fluid process. There's still some things that I would say are uh, up in the air here uh, relative to practice squad or, you know, those kind of things. And um, But right now, I think we've tried to put together the group that we feel, you know, best about going forward. And, um, you know, I'm sure there'll be some things that get tweaked here. <clears throat> that, um, it wasn't going to come down to where you came from or who you are or any of that kind of stuff drafted. <clears throat> you, you traded Neil Farrell and released um, – Matthew Butler, two draft picks. Is that kind of a sign of that? Like it's. I don't think we were trying to make a statement with that. I, I think it was just we're just trying to we're just trying to have a fair, honest evaluation of where we're at and who's played the best, you know, and what gives our team the best chance to win. Uh, both players were competitive. Both players have improved, um, you know, and anytime you trade, you know, a player, especially when you do it in the division, you just got to, if that's what you think is best, then, you know, you make the decision that you think is best for your team. Um, you know, Matthew uh, is one of the few that I can confirm is back on the practice squad right now. So, you know, we we released him, but also, you know, have a chance to continue working with him, which is great. Um, um, and again, it just, I think we just got to hold ourselves to that standard of whatever's best for the team. Uh, those are the decisions we want to try to make, regardless of how they got here, what round it was, um, free agency, not free agency, whatever. Um, we're just trying to do the best thing for the 2023 Raiders. <clears throat> There's going to be a lot of more movement going on, but a guy like Christian Wilkerson, who you've been working with since he was in New England, you know, how cool is it to kind of see him initially earn his way onto this team with this opportunity? Yeah, um, K. Wilkes worked really hard, you know, since I've known him and, um, you know, had the had an injury last year. It was kind of an unfortunate situation and, you know, in training camp last year um, where he kind of, you know, didn't really have an opportunity to have a season last year. So um, I think he's worked really hard to put himself in position to compete this year in camp and. Um, you know, I thought he did some good things in, in, the, in the summer. I thought he did some good things in the games, competed hard, uh, and not only on offense, but in the kicking game as well. So, um, you know, that room is very competitive. It, it, was, it was probably one of the more competitive rooms we've had, um, you know, in the two years we've been here and tough decisions and just felt like he had done enough to really uh, earn an opportunity.
<clears throat> All your draft picks um, it made the initial roster. I know uh, going back to, to April, you guys said that this could possibly be foundational once you want to build here. Um, I know they're ultimately going to be judged by what they do in the games, but uh, how happy are you with the class as a whole and what you've seen from them in the last week? Yeah, there, there's a lot to be determined, I'd say. You know, like, like you said, none of them have played in a real game yet. So, um, you know, I think for, for any young players, you know, you need to see it for a few years and, you know, kind of what is it going to be? Um, none of them are going to – none of them are what they're going to be, you know. And so the development process continues. We had that conversation with the guys this morning. Um, you know, this is not the end. This is the beginning of a different phase of the year. And so uh, we keep working with them. We keep teaching them. We keep uh, doing extra with them if we can on the field, in the meeting room. Uh, they need to get themselves into a professional working routine now that the regular season is close to, to being here. Um, and so there's another element of teaching uh, that they're going to go through here. And uh, how to go through a regular season week, how to understand an opponent, you know, how to learn a game plan. Um, you know, that, that, that process is going to be new to all of them, too. So, um, you know, I'm excited for, uh, for our coaching staff to keep working with them and coaching them. And those guys are all excited to continue to work and develop. And, you know, hopefully some of them are going to contribute here quickly. Guys kept more defensive linemen than any other position group on the team. Uh, what's, what's the importance of having so much depth? You said kept. Kept. Uh, more defensive linemen. Kept them, yeah. <clears throat> uh, what's the importance of having that much depth at that position? Yeah, I mean, it's a, you know, it's a tough position. Once you let them go, it's just so hard to, you know, I mean, that's not an easy position to go get somebody in October when you're when you need somebody based on an injury. And so, um young, good, healthy defensive linemen, whether they're tackles, ends, or have some kind of versatility to play both. Um, you know, if you have them, you probably ought to keep them, you know, as many of them as you can, you know, within reason. I mean, it's hard to, um, you know, it's hard to probably keep more than what we have. But, um, you know, I just feel like we you got to give yourself a chance in the trenches. You know, if you don't do that um, and you start losing there, you know, it doesn't really matter what else you have. So. Um, you know, it felt like we had a competitive group there between the tackles, the ends, the whole room um, was competitive. I think, think we had some guys that, you know, gave us some versatility, play some inside, play some outside, rush a little bit from both spots. I think that's important. Uh, so our depth overall, I think, is decent. And we have some young players, obviously, that are going to need to keep developing and improving. And um, But overall, I thought, you know, tried to make the best decision for ourselves under that premise. The other side of the line, uh, what did Greg Monroe show you? And we talk so much about the cohesion and the continuity. Where is he in that process of kind of integrating himself in that group? Yeah, I think he's he's right there. Um, you know, he's he's been a really important um, cog for us here as we've kind of gone through training camp. Um, he, you know, he acclimated quickly to our terminology. Um, he He's a physical guy that practices, you know, well every day and, does a good job of communicating with the guys on either side of him, understands the offense, um, has played a lot of football, you know, has multiple, multiple position value for us. So if something were ever to happen, you know, you'd have some flexibility there with both him and Dylan and really all the guys inside other than Andre, you know, have some flexibility to center there. So um, just, you know, good football player. Uh, glad we have him. How much was that evaluation for the offensive line? It looked like it was pretty deep, and then also putting Wagner on IR. Yeah, um, that, you know, it, yeah, the, the offensive line was very similar to the defensive line. There was a lot of guys um, that we were, um, 
you know, we were playing a lot of football in the preseason to try to really get a good evaluation of them. I thought the joint practices really helped us, you know, try to figure out exactly what the right, you know, concoction of those guys was going to be here. Um, you know, we're able to get, um, you know, a couple of these guys. I think we're headed on, headed towards getting a couple of these guys back to our practice squad, which is good. And then Wags, you know, um, I thought he was really competitive. Um, just, you know, he, he, he's been dealing with something that, you know, finally kind of looks like, you know, we needed to address it, which we did. And, um, you know, but, you know, he'll he'll eventually be back and working, you know, working out and doing all the things he needs to do here while he's able to be in the meetings, which is good. And, you know, hopefully get himself ready for another year next year. What were the processes for, you know, all these months you've been kind of preparing for a season to decide a roster? And now it's to practice and prepare for an opponent, you know, uh, the Denver Broncos. So something kind of has to switch over mm -hmm. um, from the coaching staff to the players. Uh, what is that process like? And do you feel that in the building where it's starting to get to that point? Yeah, it's getting there. Um, you know, this, these next two days are really um, going to continue to be a little bit more about us and what we need to do and kind of finalizing everything with the roster and, um, you know, there's some things we can get done here for sure, but I'd say that will, uh, that energy will completely shift, obviously, you know, uh, over the weekend and into next week when we're, when the players are back on Tuesday. So, um, yeah, you haven't really done this, you know, as I was saying about the rookies, they have never done it. So, um, you know, the coaches are already starting to kind of, you know, go through that scouting report process, the initial stages of, you know, what that might look like. Um, we're hard at work at trying to evaluate their roster, you know, and kind of what they have. They have some moving parts. We have some moving parts like like every team does at this point. Uh, so the the you know the evaluation and the the competition about who you're going to be working against and what that's going to look like is still up in the air a little bit. Um, that'll get kind of firmed up here in the next so many days, um, and then you turn all your effort and energy towards what do we got to do to win? How do we got to play the game? You know, so uh, we'll get into that obviously next week. But you know they're going to be well coached. I know that for sure. And. Um, you know, it's a it's a different you know different style of play, different culture. They have different coaches, so uh, this is going to be a you know, a big challenge. But um, you know, this week we'll, we'll we'll put the finishing touches on what we've been working on here in terms of trying to complete our roster and focus on ourselves here for another couple of days, and then uh, really shift towards them next week. Was the plan always to go with three quarterbacks, or was there any discussion with one or two? No, I mean not really. Um, it was to go with three, and and not. Not for any specific reason, other than we felt like we had three guys that were capable, um, you know, of of being roster players. And um, Aiden's obviously got a lot of developing in front of him, and um, you know, Brian's played plenty of football, and obviously uh, excited about Jimmy. So um, I feel like we got a good room. Um, you know, we'll figure all that out. You know, as we head into next week and beyond, relative to how we'll do that, but. Um, I like what those guys are doing. They work well together. Um, the guys with some experience offer their hand to, to Aiden, uh, you know, when he has opportunities to learn from them. And, um, and those guys are hard at work at, at trying to, you know, get ready themselves. So um, just, you know, that's a position that's important, obviously, as we know. And having some depth there is never a bad thing. Five safeties. Um, is that kind of a sign of where football has sort of gone at that position? Um, seems like there's you're asking safety to do more maybe than in the past. Yeah, um, you know I think we have five decent football players. You know, and we probably had more than that. Um, we did have more than that, honestly. Um, you know, so it's 
it depends on how you want to use them. You know, if you're going to play some of them down there at the nickel spot at times against some of the multiple tight end groups, um, some people are playing some of those guys down there at linebacker, um, you know, a little bit more. So uh, each team's different. Uh, some teams are very simple in terms of how they use their personnel and other teams uh, try to get a little bit more uh, matchup, you know, oriented. Um, we just felt like we had guys that can compete in the kicking game, help us win there and, and compete on defense. And, um, you know, across the, you know, we got 11 guys in the secondary that have some version of, you know, roles, flexibility, et cetera. And, um, you know, try to use them the best we can. How difficult a decision, I guess, was Drake Thomas. Was there disappointment that he wasn't able to clear waivers? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, you, that's you take a chance, obviously, with every player that you release and you try to get back to your practice squad. Uh, I think there was 24 players claimed out of 1,200, whatever it was. So, you know, the odds are um, technically in your favor uh, until they're not. So, um, you know, just saw Drake. Uh, he was great, you know, great kid, um, gave us everything he had. Um, you know, he's he's going to contribute, you know, to the to an NFL roster. You know, I think Seattle's the team that claimed him. So, um, you know, he was competitive in the kicking game, competitive on defense. Uh, you know, it's just you know, one of those things where you try to, you know, create the right 53 and sometimes you're going to you know miss out on a guy here if you want to keep working with him on the practice squad but wish him nothing but the best to do a great job there um they got a good football player how beneficial josh is it then to have that roster exemption spot for josh jacobs in terms of getting working him back in but also still dealing with the roster yeah i mean it it gives you a little bit of flexibility you know and um you know for a little bit so um you know, I'm, I'm eager to have him on the practice field and just, you know, get him started and get him acclimated here um, the next couple of days and then in the next week. And, um, you know, there's there's always things you you're sorting through, whether it's injuries or, um, you know, just other decisions that you want to try to make sure you got the right thing, um, you know, going into the season. So we're, we'll take our time and try to make the right choice on that. You guys have a handful of guys that have been working through some stuff, trying to get back. Are, are they getting a little bit closer, like a Chandler Jones? Yeah, or yeah, we're close. You're going to see a bunch of them out there today. So, um, you know, we're we're nearing. Uh, I don't. We're, we'll never be at full health, it seems like. So, um, but we're getting closer. Uh, there's going to be a bunch of them out there. You'll see them today uh, that are working back in, and um, you know that's generally how it works. You know, if you're if you're trying to make smart decisions and, and get them back, you you know it doesn't. A lot of times, doesn't he doesn't pay to get them back too early, and then they're out for the you know beginning of the season, et cetera. So, a lot of these guys are turning the corner. What do you have to do with the offense here in the next couple of days with Josh Jacobs back before you get into game week practices next week? What, what do you do with these next two days to make sure that uh, things get implemented completely? Yeah, um, I think he, like I said, he's a real, one of the smartest football players, you know that that you're going to coach. So um, we didn't change our vernacular or terminology much. So um, I think just for him in general, just, you know, getting reacclimated to certain things in terms of his footwork and seeing seeing certain schemes, et cetera, um, you know, really getting a great opportunity to meet a few of his teammates that he hasn't had an opportunity to meet. Um, offensively, we're not, you know, I know I've said this many times, you don't, I don't think you go into the beginning of the season and kind of reinvent the wheel. So, 
um, you know, we've been doing certain things and uh, getting ready for the season, and that's probably what we're going to spend most of our time on between now and next next week. And um, I think he'll he'll acclimate very easily back into the system and what he's doing. Um, and then we'll just see how the you know the overall conditioning and readiness to play. How many snaps is that going to be, et cetera? We'll figure that out here in the next ten days. Is it kind of a lift to, to everyone having him back in here from the clips we've got to see? It seems like he's he's beaming, th thrilled to be back. I know this is kind of a dead period before the first game. Do you think kind of uplifts everyone? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think there's there's nobody in our building that doesn't love him. So um, coaches, players, support staff, um, everybody's excited to see him. I think he's excited to be here. I love being a Raider. Um, so this is um, – yeah, it's 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 exciting whenever you get a player back, whether it's from injury or something like this. I mean, it's always a gives you a little bit of a boost. Two more. Adam, <clears throat> uh, did you guys do a captain's voting yet? No, not yet. Who won the uh, backup quarterback position, or is that a still ongoing competition? We're gonna. Um, I don't know that we're ever gonna say we 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 won one or not. You know, to me, I've always looked at it like we have a starter and then everybody behind him is going to be ready to go. Obviously, Paul will have to declare, you know, what we're going to do, um, you know, as we head into the regular season on a, on a week to week basis. I think Brian's done a good job with his opportunities. He knows that. And then Aiden's continuing to learn and develop. There's some other factors there that I would say that, um, you know, sometimes you don't look at it that way because you're, you're, you're evaluating the play on the field. But as you head into the regular season, you know, Nobody but the starter gets many opportunities in practice. And so you just got to take into consideration what that would be like, you know, because to me, you know, playing playing a game with repetitions in practice is different than playing in a game with no repetitions in practice. And so, you know, just making smart choices about the, how that would work and what the right thing for the team would be, putting the right players in the right position if that were to occur. I think that's always something I think about, you know, relative to this position and, um, you know, and that's different there. If you know you have an injury and you have, you know, we're going to play three weeks here without our starter. Now we have an opportunity to go ahead and figure out what we want to do with practice. And uh, that's a different conversation. So we'll work through it here in the next 10 days here. We know we're going to have to declare something there and, and then try to make the best decision for the team. You say declare, you mean like who's going to be at Well, on game day, we have to we have to have somebody as the third quarter. You know what I mean? So as we do that, we're not going to have all three of them inside the 47. So, you know what I mean? It, not unless we have a bunch of injuries. So um, we'll have to declare that. Thanks for listening to the Raiders Press Pass. For all things silver and black, download the Raiders app and visit Raiders.com. Hey, did you see that game last weekend? It was crazy. Actually, we were there. Wait, like in person? How'd you swing that? Allegiant had a super affordable nonstop flight out there. And with how low the airfare was, buying tickets to the game was a no-brainer. Hold my beer. I'm going to Allegiant.com right now. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Experience the game you love at Allegiant Stadium. Visit Allegiant.com slash Raiders to book your flight, game tickets, and hotel all in one place.